up, everybody? Welcome back to Podcast of Creative. Um, today, so I've been I've been doing a little thinking about like the podcast, um, all of my creative endeavors, uh, my business, like my life, um, and I think I've realized that like two things: I need to I I need to be better about putting out consistent content, but I also need to be better about slowing down. Um, so something that I realized that I was doing with the podcast is I was, I would sit down with kind of like an idea and just kind of crank through it as quick as I could so that I could, you know, have a 15, 10, 15 minute podcast and get all these ideas out there. Um, I'm not great under the pressure of recording yet. Um, it's not something that I'm super familiar with. Being an electronic musician, I basically click notes into a computer, and if I don't like how it sounds, I can just change the notes. I'm not under pressure to like record something perfectly the first time or the fifth time or the tenth time or whatever. So, um, with that being said, I think that I struggled to communicate well uh, with a lot of things, um, and um, this is a work in progress, really. I mean, like most, if not all of life is, you know, you grow, you learn, you do things, you try things and, you know, you go from there. So as this podcast kind of progresses and evolves, I want it to be, um, well, like with the interviews, right? Like I want it to be very conversational. I have a couple interview questions, um, just to kind of keep things on track. Um, but I did an interview recently with my good friend, Dan O'Regan, um, that I didn't, I don't think I used a single one of those interview questions. We kind of went all over the place and the interview ended up being like an hour and a half long. Um, I still haven't edited it yet, but that will hopefully be coming out in the next week or two. Um, but I just really enjoyed like, you know, the interesting things that we had to say, um, how it felt really natural, um, like free flowing. Uh, I'm the type of person that really needs to like think about something and then say it. Um, if I find myself in positions where I need to like, um, kind of think on my feet, depending on what it is, I can do really well. Sometimes I don't do really well at all. If I'm trying to articulate like really big thoughts when I'm trying to be quick on my feet, I'm not good at all. Um, which is kind of what I want this podcast to be, right? Like I want to give you guys some food for thought, um, give you some clarity, but also give you guys like an insight into my life, into my creative process. And, you know, through the interviews, bring other people into the space and give them the ability to talk and to, you know, share what they're about and what kind of, you know, information they've learned and, and how they're creative. So, um, yeah, I think moving forward with the monologue stuff, I want it to be almost conversational. Like I'm not going to try and rush through what I have to say. You know, I might pause for a bit and kind of think, um, I might have to edit out some of the breaks so that it flows a little bit better, but, um, I want to be more okay with being, I guess, like imperfect, right? Uh, something I've struggled a lot with throughout my life is like perfection, right? Nothing's ever really perfect. I listen to projects that I've worked on in the past and go like, I notice all the imperfections right, right away. Um, and then once I kind of get past that, I, I realize that there's like a lot of nostalgia and there's like a lot of, um, you know, good, healthy pride in, in like what I've released and what I've done. So I think understanding that the value doesn't get lost through imperfections is something that I'm, I'm definitely learning. Um, and you know, I appreciate all of you who listen and kind of stick through this with me. So, uh, with that being said, 
Um, I still am working on the State of Flow series. It's been, uh, I think, like a week since I've recorded one of those and put it out. Um, I'm trying to figure out my schedule a bit better so that I can, you know, give you guys more consistent content. I'm hoping to do the podcast two or three times a week. Um, and then I've got my own music stuff, some photography stuff, and then I'm starting a YouTube channel and I'm going to be live streaming. So there's a lot of stuff going on and I'm not great at keeping the schedules, but I think if I give myself enough creative freedom while still having some kind of boundaries around, you know, what times are reserved for what activities, then I think it'll be a good way for me to both put out content consistently, but also like allow myself room to be creative and kind of have fun and play with it. So, um, yeah, so that kind of ramble aside, um, today I wanted to talk about emotions in creativity, um, and in art. Um, I also want to apologize. I feel like I haven't done a great job of talking about creativity. I tend to lean more towards the artistic side, um, because it's easier for me to talk about. Um, like I've said a million times before, I make music and I do photography and those are kind of my two big passions right now in life. And both of those are very inherently artistic things. So when I talk about creativity, it's really easy for me to see like through the lens of, of art, because that's again, inherently like what people associate it with, but it's not necessary to like be artistic, to be creative. Um, so this episode I think is going to be more leaning towards art, but I'll see if I can find a way to bring in, um, various other professions into it. Um, so I'm going to talk about emotion in creativity and artistic expression, um, and really like storytelling, the impact of storytelling. And I guess that could be like a good way to view it from various different, uh, you know, walks of life. Because I, something, okay, so I want to be super transparent, and another thing that I'm working through is learning how to bring the most value to people, and I found that being really transparent brings a lot of value, and that's really the heart of this talk with emotion, is I am not good at being transparent, and I'm not good at sharing who I am, or what I do, or what I believe, or how I think with people outside of my, like, really close inner circle, um, and I think that's really affected my art, and I think it's really affected my creativity, and it's really diminished my ability to storytell well. So something that I've noticed with my music, especially my music, is that when I sit down to make something, usually the first thing in my mind is, you know, will my friends think this is cool? Could I see this being played on the radio? Um, you know, is it fun? Is it upbeat? Is it, like, you know, energetic? Um, and that's not, that's not like, that's not a healthy place to be in. Um, if that's your emotional state, there's nothing wrong with that. And I have a lot of fun with a lot of those types of tracks. Um, I was listening to a bunch of electronic music from the 2012, 2013, 2014 era the other day. Um, if any of you know electronic music, it's like the big room house era. A lot of these like really upbeat, high energy, um, like four on the floor, really driving dancey tracks. Um, not great creatively, not great artistically, but really fun, really enjoyable. Um, definitely like huge party anthems. Uh, and there's something fun about that. There's something like, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with 
producing that kind of content under the right circumstances. I think where a lot of people fall into the trap of like they see it's popular, so they want to do it. Um, or they see that, you know, like, you know, partying is not an emotion, you know, like having fun being energetic is, um, but like, you know, like going out and getting wasted, that's not like an emotional response. Like there's something underneath that. Um, and so I think when, when you start creating around a place of, um, like an action, it gets really difficult, you know, an action of like, I want to make a song that is like cool. I want to make a song that's heavy. I want to make a song, you know, like those are all really surface level. When you start digging deeper and we, when you start like being able to communicate with yourself, um, and really start to understand your emotions, where you're at emotionally, um, what your emotional response to things is, I think you can start, well, first of all, you start understanding yourself better and that's just overall a really good thing. You know, when somebody says something in a certain way to you and you like snap back at them, you start to understand, Oh, okay. I do that. Why do I do that? Oh, well maybe it's an emotional response that you got from somebody else that you didn't like that always did it. And then it's like, okay, well, why didn't I like that person? And it can kind of go back into this root of like, you know, who am I? Where am I coming from? Why am I doing these things? And why do I feel this way? And when you start to really tap into that, that's when like, there's an infinite wealth of storytelling potential. So that's something that I've really been trying to put more into the creative endeavors that I'm doing, you know? Um, for example, with my music, I'm working on a bunch of new music right now. Um, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, where, where am I coming from? Like, I've been making a lot of happier music recently, but like, you know, don't just stop there. Don't just be like, oh, hey, I'm happy or I'm, I'm in a good place in life. So I'm going to make happy music. Be like, you know, where is this coming from? You know, is it the fact that I like, you know, have a really solid place to live? Is it the fact that, you know, I am like in love with somebody? Is it the fact that, you know, it's summer, so it's sunny out? Um, for me, it's like, you know, a lot of those three things are, are the majority of what I found, like make up my emotional state at the current moment. Um, and that's subject to change at any moment. I think that's the cool thing with, with art and creativity in general is, you know, it's a, it's a continual story. Um, I had this conversation a little bit ago with, with my good friend Carlton talking about, um, the evolution of musicians and, you know, how people can be a fan of a musician at one point in time, but they hear their, you know, their new stuff isn't as good as their old stuff. Well, a lot of times what happens is you have an artist will put out music and be in a certain place in life. And the listener will also be in the same place in life. And of course, the music is going to make so much more sense to you. And it's going to resonate with you on a personal level because you guys are both in the same spot in life. And then what happens is the artist grows from that point and the listener grows from that point. But unless they grow in similar ways, like that intersection doesn't happen. So I think a lot of times why people you know, like the old stuff way better or don't like the new stuff or think that they suck or they sold out or whatever is 
because the music just doesn't resonate with them anymore. Like they're in a completely different point in life. And a lot of times why they think the old stuff is good is because it's nostalgic. It calls back to like a time where, you know, maybe you were struggling with something and this music really spoke to you and being able to look back at that and see, you know, how that music helped you and have like positive or even really negative, like emotional responses to songs just solidifies it in your mind and allows you to like, you know, have like memories with it. Um, which just makes you a fan. Like, like people love memories, right? Like there's hard memories that, that people hold on to and cherish. And there's good memories that people hold on to and cherish. And I think that's super true with music. It's just like an, an audio response to memories that, that you have. Um, so, so with that being said, I've been trying to, I've been trying to be better about telling stories with what I do creatively. Um, and so to draw this into people who don't do artistic things, I think something that I've realized, especially in talking right now about this is that, um, you know, I started a business in October, November, but I haven't really done anything with it. Like the business is out there. I own it. I haven't made a dollar. I haven't spent a dollar. Um, I'm sitting at net zero. So, which is, I guess a good thing, but trying to figure out what I want to do with it, I think has put me in a position where, you know, I have to figure out who I am and like, what's the story I want to tell with this business. Um, I think that's really the creative side is like, you know, I want to do photography. I want to do media. I want to do music. I want to do all these creative things, but like, what's the story? What's the purpose? Um, how can I let my emotions be involved in a way that's going to, you know, move the business forward and like benefit people. Um, and I think that's a lot of the reason why I do the podcast is because, you know, I have all these emotional responses to people talking about creativity or, or things that I see that people do, um, or don't do because they think they are or aren't creative. And, um, like, you know, I have emotions about that. And I think, being vulnerable enough to say, Hey, like, here's how I feel. You know, I think you're a creative person regardless of what you think. And here's why. And hopefully here's some tools that can help you think that you're a creative person. Or if you are a creative person, you want to learn more tools. Maybe, you know, I'm giving you the ability, the ability to do that. Um, so I really hope that like, you know, through my business, through my music, through my photography, through everything that I do that I, you know, start listening to my emotions more because I think it's such a vital part of storytelling. And, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing something that is going to impact people, like I want, I want to be transparent. And I think that's something that has really come over me in the last couple months is that, you know, like, just being transparent with people like, Hey, here's where I'm coming from. Here's why I think this way you start to understand that like, like people will respond in transparency to you and it'll allow you to communicate better with them, which is super cool. Regardless of where you're at, regardless of, you know, if you're on complete opposite ends of the spectrum of anything, if you come from a place of like humility, but also transparency and vulnerability, people will most likely respond to that same way. And if they don't, nine times out of 10, it's because they're even more emotionally insecure than you, than you were. Um, it's something that, that you see a lot, right? Like the, the classic idea that, you know, bullies 
are bullies because they got picked on, you know? So when they're strong, they're able to like, you know, manipulate people or take advantage of people because they were taken advantage of. Um, it's the same thing with emotions, right? Like if you think it's hard for you to share your story with people or, you know, to tell somebody how you feel, um, like it's, I guarantee you it's just as hard for them, if not harder. And if they can't handle what you're saying, it's more than likely because they have an even harder time expressing themselves. Um, so yeah, a lot of empathy mixed in with it. Um, and you know, storytelling, storytelling, I think is something that I really want to focus on. Like a lot of the theme of the podcast for the foreseeable future, um, outside of the, the flow state podcast, because really, I think that storytelling is kind of the, like one of the baselines for almost every creative medium, you know, it's, I mean, it's the reason why so many people do so many different things. Like ask next time, if you want, if you want to see proof of this next time you're with somebody who's super passionate about something, ask them why they started doing it. And I guarantee you like seven, eight, nine times out of 10, there will be a story involved. And I think that's the key to so much of life is that like stories impact people in ways that like nothing else can, right? Like experiences, emotional response and stories like those all are like so vital to human life and to human growth and progression and, you know, people, people doing what they love, you know, a lot of the reason why I make music is because it, it hit me emotionally. Um, there were a lot of times when I was growing up, like in middle school, high school that I was struggling with various stuff and I would listen to a song or listen to an album and certain things would hit me in certain ways and like I would just have an emotional response and I would latch onto that and and seeing that music could do that for me like I wanted my music to do that for somebody else so like that's kind of the baseline story that I have it's not super in-depth but as you can see like there's a story there you know like I guarantee, you know, if any one of you wants to DM me and ask me like what the actual story behind a lot of it is, like I, you know, there's certain moments in my life that I can remember super vividly and going like, wow, I never knew that I could experience this. Like I've never felt this before. Um, you know, so it's, it's super cool to like experience that and then, you know, go from there and say, and I think that's where I struggled, right? Is like translating it from, okay, this thing impacted me emotionally. Now, how can I impact other people emotionally when I'm not being vulnerable with who I am? Um, you know, some of the greatest songs of all time, if you listen to them and like really listen to them, things that impact you, like those people that wrote those songs were probably going through some really hard stuff or really great stuff, you know, it really just depends on what you're listening to, what mood you're in, and, and what kind of a, an association you have with whatever it is that you're doing, um, you know, for example, my girlfriend, um, you know, she's in nursing school right now, and talking a lot about, like, how certain experiences she had impacted her decision to go to nursing school, and, you know, storytelling is something that's super creative, super, like, inherently creative, and I don't think anybody would argue with that, um, so hearing her tell those stories and understanding, like, the creative potential behind the reasons why she's going to nursing school have been super cool, because, you know, you can see that in anyone, like I said, ask anybody why they're passionate about anything, and there's a story involved, um, 
it's just a matter of, you know, how, how vulnerable people want to be with it. So, um, yeah, I've been excited though, because my, my music that I've been working on has come from a place of, of vulnerability, um, more so recently. And it's funny because I'm starting to develop a sound for like the next era of music that I want to release. And the first track or two that I was thinking of releasing, which I probably still will because I really enjoy them, but they definitely sound way, way less emotional than the stuff that I've been making as of recent and not emotional in like a sad way, but like you can tell that there's, there's like a feeling behind them. Like I put my heart and soul into a lot of these things. And I think that it's, that it's, you know, you can hear that in the song. Um, and something I've been trying to do more with photography recently too, at least as a hobby. Um, it gets a little difficult when you're trying to do photography professionally, depending on, you know, what clients want and, and what looks good and, and not just being super experimental with it. But, um, when I'm making or when I'm taking photos and editing them, uh, personally, just trying out different things. I've been trying to evoke like an emotional response through the way that I edit photos, the way that I take photos, um, which has been really fun because having emotion to a still image is like a super powerful thing. Um, it gets way easier to hear emotion in songs or to feel emotion in movies, but to see a picture of something and like have an emotional response is something that I think is super fascinating. So I've been trying to do um, a lot of that and kind of pull from, from places inside of me that, you know, that feel things when I see those pictures, like what are the feelings I'm experiencing? Like really, you know, when I see something that I think is, is really interesting or like brings me to emotion. Um, I try and sit down and analyze it. You know, what, what emotions am I feeling? And then like what things in that picture bring out that emotional response um, and kind of reverse engineer it from there. Uh, so that's been super fun. Um, yeah. So I guess that, that leads into like a pretty good challenge for, for this podcast is um if you are struggling with finding emotion through your creativity, regardless of what it is, um, two things that you can do. The first one is think back to that story that I was talking about, how everyone has a story about why they first started doing what they do. And think back to your story and then put 100% of that reason why you started into what you're doing now. And I guarantee you, your results will be like infinitely better. Um, you'll feel better about what you're doing. You'll have like an added clarity um, to it. And I think it'll like reinvigorate you, especially if you're in creative block right now. And I know I've done a, an episode on that, but I think this is like a really good method of, you know, if you're struggling to create something, if you're struggling to be creative, um, think about the reason why you did it in the first place and then go 110% into that because it'll help you so much. It'll give you so much clarity and it'll remind you like, the reasons why you started doing it in the first place. Um, and the second thing that I want to challenge you on is to just like, oh, what was I talking about? <laughs> I lost it in my train of thought. Um, yeah. The, oh, the second thing that I want to want to challenge you on is um, find something that, that gives you an emotional response, whether it's a song, whether it's a photo, 
um, you know, whether it's a video game, if you're a video game developer, if you're, you know, whatever it is you do, find the, find something in your field that gives you an emotional response and then reverse engineer it and like figure out why that is. And then use that to put back into whatever it is that you do. So like, you know, separate the the thing that you do from the emotion itself, figure out why that thing causes the emotion, and then take that knowledge and put it back into what it is that you do. I think that'll help a ton of people doing a ton of different creative things. Um, you know, because if, like I said, with the pictures, I sit down, I, you know, I look at a picture. Um, my friend Carlton was showing me some photos by a guy, I don't remember his name, but he's a YouTuber, he does a lot of, uh, film photography, um, and he had a video where he was shooting a bunch of film, and there are a couple pictures in there that just, like, like, almost took my breath away, which was just absolutely phenomenal, because I haven't experienced that a ton with photography, um, so it's cool to be able to sit there and really, like, breathe in the photo and like analyze it and like be super in depth with it. And then, you know, figure out what that emotion was and where they were coming from and what things caused that. And now I'm starting to take those things and try and, you know, employ them in how I edit photos and, you know, how I frame photos and just like the way that I look at things. Um, yeah. So, and I think too, with creativity, like it permeates your whole life you know, so if you start being creative in one area, you start recognizing that it actually slowly starts seeping into, like, other areas of your life that you never thought it would, so I don't know, I'm just absolutely fascinated with creativity, and like I said, I think a lot of that comes from storytelling and emotion, so I guarantee this won't be the last time that I talk about this, um, but I do think it was kind of a good precursor to a lot of the way that I look at creativity moving forward, um, and how I share content with you guys. Uh, like I said, storytelling is something I don't think I'm good at it at all. Um, in fact, I think I'm really bad at it. And so it's been fun to, you know, look at, um, I'm a huge movie fan. So I've been looking at movies that I really like and saying, okay, why do I like these? You know, how are they telling stories? In what ways can I take the story or the, you know, how can I take the stories that they're telling or the way that they tell stories and, you know, extract that and, you know, push it out to people, um, with, you know, my own, my own content, my own, you know, life, like share my story with people. Um, how can I do that effectively and creatively and, and in a way that brings a lot of value to people? Um, at the end of the day, I don't, you know, I don't want anything from anybody. I just want you to be happier and I want to give you tools to succeed in um, whatever that might be. So it's the reason why I do all this. It's the reason why I give a free podcast. It's the reason why I don't think I could ever do a master class. Um, you know, because I don't want to hide stuff behind money. Like, that's not the reason why I do any of this. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to work on storytelling. You guys work on, on storytelling as well. Um, being more emotional. And not emotional in the sense of like, you know, I break down and cry every day, but emotional in the sense of like understanding why you feel the way you feel and knowing that there's nothing wrong with, you know, why you feel the way you feel. Um, 
the things that tend to be wrong with that are when you start responding in certain ways. Um, and I think understanding where those emotions come from will help you with emotional response. It'll help you just be a better person. It'll help you creatively. Um, I just think it's a, like an all around good thing to start understanding. Um, so yeah, this was, uh, honestly a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, we're looking at close to 30 minutes now, but, um, I think it was good. Like I didn't have a script. I just kind of went off, you know, what I was thinking, what I was feeling. Um, and so hopefully I provided some value to you guys. Um, per usual, hit me up on social media. Um, I'm seriously like open to anything. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you have creative stuff you want to give, you know, get feedback for, if you have art that you're trying to share to the world, if you, um, you know, don't think you're creative and want some advice as to how to get started with being creative, definitely hit me up. Um, yeah, really anything like if you need help with life, let me know. I'm probably not the best resource, but I could probably point you in some good directions. So, um, anyways, socials per usual are Casey Jones media on Instagram. And that is my website, caseyjonesmedia.com. Uh, Port City underscore underscore for Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and I keep saying Twitch. I promise that on Friday I will start live streaming. I just have to figure out what I'm gonna live stream so that's not super boring. Um, and then uh, the email address for this podcast is wearealllcreativepodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me emails, send me DMs, tag me and stuff whatever like seriously i'm here for you if you want to be more creative with that just let me know because i'm i'm all ears all eyes and i'd be happy to help um also if you want to be on the podcast hit me up if you know somebody that you think would be dope on the podcast let me know and i'll try and get them on here so all right thanks for listening and i think i'm gonna try and do two more podcasts this week so definitely keep an eye out on those and hopefully i'll get a more consistent podcast schedule up uh all right See ya.